This episode of We Want to Talk About It Now is brought to you by Squarespace.com. And guess what? Squarespace.com is now an official full-time advertiser for We Want to Talk About It Now. You're looking to make a cool website? You're looking to get people to know more about your brand? Squarespace has never made it more easy for users to create the best website to show off all the cool stuff they're doing. Check them out at squarespace.com. Because we don't care. We want to talk about it now. Depression. It's what we're talking about today, but I don't know if it's necessarily something I want to talk about. <laughs> I mean, it's good to talk about it. It's just a hard subject to talk about sometimes. Of course, we want to talk. Do you not want to? Well, that's, I'll just, I'll let me just stop the recording right now. No, 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 it's okay. <laughs> Maybe d- d- depression. It's what we need to talk about now. Renaming, renaming the podcast to We Need to Talk About It Now. That's, that's not a bad name. I love that people always make fun of like the name because it's like too long-winded and stuff like that. And I've noticed that. In almost everything I do, it's super long-winded. My songs are almost always super lyrically based. The band names that I come up with are, except for YKK for whatever reason. That was just a little pervy. It's just a little teenage pervert idea, though. Like, my band names are always really long. But, whatever. I like the name of it. Of what? Your podcast. Oh, me too. I have, I have no problem with it. I just, I know there have been people who, who have said... That's like really long. And I understand like for, you know, like there's the best practices for branding. And I was like, gosh, people suck. People are the worst. It's because we've all been trained to have as short of attention bands as possible. So just gotta, you just gotta get them with the hook. Just gotta get them with the hook. And sometimes I feel like I'm super self-aggrandizing because I go, I'm just going to do me. Like what I love about the podcast is I have so many things that I like, maybe I should go back and do new podcasts where I like disagree with opinions that I had. But how scary would it be if I was sat, sat here today and say, man, all my old podcasts, I was spot on with everything. Like that would not be a good sign. Alex, you've been doing this for two years and none of your opinions have changed on anything. I don't think that'd be a good thing. So I'm happy about that. That's good. But speaking of happy, the opposite of happy. Depression. Depression. I don't even know how to talk about this. Really. I don't either. Just because it's, it's weird. It's like a weird thing. Talk about. I think it's. I think it's because it comes across like we're. Uh, we're not the, experts. We're at not all. experts at all. We just deal with it. Yeah. Well, and like the thing is, everyone deals with it differently. Everyone so has. Like, de- yeah, everyone has it. Not everyone has the chemical imbalance, but everyone goes through depressive states. That is true. It's but it's like an melancholy. issue when like you can't get out of it. Or when it's like really destructive to your mental state or yourself or other people. I think that's how we go into it. Do you want to describe me last week? Or would, no, that wasn't was it last week? It was like for like two weeks. It was over two weeks, but like I think it was either Saturday or Sunday. No, no, no. It was two weeks ago. Because I remember it was a I remember the reason why I was super depressed and it aligns with some scheduling things that I have. So it was two weeks ago. Well, do you want to explain it? Cause like I can only tell well, to, from ju- the just, exterior, just, no, just do the exterior of like what it was like, because it's... I think the pot and I'll let me just preface it a little bit. I think the podcast gives across like 
the idea that I am like a super angry or like a super jovial, always focusing on the negative, which I, I get. Like I, Once again, I go back. I, I'm, I'm not blaming the listeners. Listeners like to talk about real or l- hear about real things that are going on in your life. So I'm not blaming the listener. But I go back to I can't do some good news is already not doing well. Like, not as well as it used to. Like, the John Krasinski show. There's a reason for that. People don't, like, oh, okay, great. Like, because the response to positivity is like, that's awesome. And that's it. The response to negativity is you pick it apart. You figure out how to fix it. I go back to humans want to solve problems. That's what we want to do. So that's why we talk about negative things. How do we fix this? Anyways, sorry. No, it's okay. Um... The thing is, like, you're not typically a depressive person, so it was, like, difficult to see you in that situation. Like, usually I'm the one that's, like, a drama queen and depressed all the time. Not all the time, so but, like... you calling me a drama queen? No. You know what I mean? Like, you're the one that seems really stable most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what was really scary about it, because, like, there's nothing I could do to make you feel better, and that was really hard. I mean, that doesn't really, like, help explain it, but... Well, actually, another question. Could you tell? Like, was it... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think normally I just do a better job at hiding it. Like there's times where I'm like depressed or whatever, but I just like kind of get over it. But I don't know what it was that just. Well, no, sorry. I do. I know exactly what it was. I know. I I don't want to go too much into exactly everything because I want to protect people. But (laughs) like, I guess like in a general sense, what is it that causes your depression? Because I think that like a lot of times. Yeah. Like people like, of course, like. There are times in your life where, of course, you're depressed because you lost somebody or your life changes in a really dramatic way. But, like, when you go through these depressive states, is it like you're really stressed? You're not eating properly? You're not working out? You're not sleeping properly? Because you for sure do not sleep at all when you're depressed. Um, And that really sucks. Whoever has access to my aura at work can can verify just looking at my sleep over the last three weeks. Well, it, like... Scares have all my me. data for free. I have no problem. I've I've told Sheila this many times. If I if I never had to do my taxes again or do anything financial related that's annoying and takes up my time, I would give up all of my data for that. Like I have no problem with the IRS knowing every single thing about my bank accounts and stuff like that. You're gonna let the man in and know all of this stuff? Yeah, because I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not doing anything shady. Why why would I be? They might like steal from you. Well, they just gave me twenty four. Well, gave me twelve hundred. They just gave us twenty four hundred dollars. So, so far, it's going great. <laughs> Saving that money for not exactly the use that it was for as stimulus money, but we, we got that little nest egg now. Anyway, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, and you also, like, the thing is, like, for, I think for us, we don't spend a ton of time together during the week because, like, we're working. So, like, the only time we spend time together is, like, at night when we eat dinner together, which is super weird. Do like, you mean now? Like, even with quarantine? Yeah, like during the day, I'm working I mean, all day. I mean, but we see each other. But I feel like And we the still times, interact at times. But I feel like... I annoy you when you're probably like deep <laughs> into something. I go, I just want to say this funny thing really fast and completely distract you and get you off of your topic <laughs> that, you're, uh, that you're doing right now. I but, need attention. <laughs> I need attention. I need you. Like, see, that's the funny thing. Like, I, I feel like men always say how needy women are. Women are needy in different ways than men. Like, I think we're all needy. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm needy in the sense that I want you to hear my joke that I have. <laughs> laugh at it. And I want it. you to laugh at it, and then I'll go back on my way. <laughs> I laugh at them. 
Um, I know, because uh, because of my extremely depressive state two <laughs> two weeks ago. Well, I mean, this is what I'm trying to say is like we spend time together at night. Like we'll eat dinner together. We'll watch shows together. So like I see dinner as like a bonding time where we're like we're gonna eat dinner together because like we don't really eat breakfast or lunch at all. We're not animals. Um, we'll like snack through the day, but that's it. Um, and so you wouldn't even want to eat dinner. Like you wouldn't eat all day, and then you wouldn't want to eat dinner. I'm like, what's wrong? Like I knew that something was wrong with you, but it's like I couldn't do anything to help. That really sucked. I think that's the hard part. Because I think it's the same with you, too. Like, well, actually, what I've come to realize, I'm really happy that it happened, though, too, because um, I mentioned, I've mentioned this to a few people. It makes you empathize a lot better once you go through something. Like, I think that was, like, the most depressed I've ever been. I know it was the most depressed I've ever been. I take that back. Uh, just because of habits that, that I stopped doing and then new habits that I brought up. But what I realized is sometimes, like, there's no logic to it. There is no logic to how it works. And sometimes all a person needs is just to feel loved and to be held or whatever. So like all the times, and once again, this is going to make me sound like a horrible person, but like all the times like in the past where you've just been going through this, I'm just like, what the, like, what the fuck, man? Like we have a good life. Like I, I know I've said this to you a lot of times, like we have a good life. What are you, what are you worried about? Like, why are you, you're just looking, like, and I say things, you're just looking for problems. You're just looking for problems. But I, I now understand, and it sounds bad, like, well, why couldn't you empathize before? None of you empathize either, so don't judge me. Like, so, like, let's not all pretend like you guys are perfect at this either. I reached out to someone. I'm not going to say who by name, but I reached out to someone and was quite direct. Uh, I said, hey, I'm, like, at the lowest I've ever been. I just want someone to talk to, talk me through it. Um, I'm going to, anyone that's listening to this, go through the main place that you message with me. Go back to whatever, two weeks ago. It was a Wednesday, so I don't know what date that is. Go back, read all your texts. One of you is going to find it, and I, I'm not looking for an apology or anything like that, but I was there for you very recently, and you made a huge mistake and missed something. Don't get me wrong. I know that people are busy, and people have things that are going on in their life. Totally understand that. But what's really hard for me is to reach out to people like directly, like when things are going bad and like ask for help and then to actually proactively do something like that when I'm at the worst time in my life, emotionally, like life is fine. Like it, like being, if I was in a full logical thing, yeah, we got COVID going on. Yeah. We have the quarantine going on insecurity about the economy. We just uh, signed a lease, uh, not a lease. We just signed up for the house signed the contract, all that stuff, went through all that stuff. So I understand like there are things to like be worried about and things like that, but we're fine. Like we're essentially, we are fine. Like we're going to be fine. Like whoop de doo if we end up not being able to get a house, we still have a hundred thousand dollars in savings. Like we'll be fine. Like everything is going to be fine. Um, and if, and I, there, here's another thing I just want to let everyone know. I've been starting to be like very like open with friends and family about like things that people usually are like very hush hush and like don't want like to talk finances? about finances in particular. That's like a really good example of it. I just don't care anymore. Like, I don't get it. Like, why, why do we have to hide? Like, Oh, it's some, it's some form of bragging. No, Katie and I worked our asses off for the last seven years. So think about that. Seven years, divide that by a hundred thousand or divide a hundred thousand dollars by seven. What is that? Like, it's not that much. 
15, it's a little under 15,000. So we save $15,000 a year on our dual income, essentially is what that means. That's not that hard to do if you have a dual income. So it's not like, I don't want this to come across like, oh, Mr. Moneybags over here. No, just Katie and I are very disciplined. Our oh. most expensive taste will be traveling or buying food. Well, I love how like you said. I don't buy clothes. You, I don't like everyone at work knows that. Alex, you just buy the same, you wear the same outfit all five days. Like, absolutely. I hope that doesn't make me look like a gross, dirty person. It's just, why spend money on, like, for, for me, the thought is, why spend money on that? And I've tried. I will buy stuff for you, and you'll like, you won't even wear it. They like have tags on them still just because you don't like them. <laughs> and so I've stopped. I'm, I, I got simple taste. <laughs> no, but I. But when I find something I really like, like those those sweatshirts, I love those sweatshirts that, that we got. The like, and that was just like those random. Were, we yeah. I wouldn't we wouldn't have got those if we weren't trying to waste time. Yeah. So some tender mercies, the tender mercies that that are shown to us regularly. Well, no, I just liked your post about. When we first moved to Utah with barely any money and like compared to what we're like where we are, we are at now kind of thing. Like, yeah, we're buying a house, but like it was a lot of work because we were, I don't know, not financially stable whatsoever when we first moved here. Didn't have jobs, had like a month's rent and that was like it. And I guess like. Don't have kids. Like, that makes it super easy to save. I guess we were lucky that way, too, just because we tried to be responsible, but I don't know. What's funny is, like, it turns out we weren't responsible because apparently all you have to do is put zero down on a house to get a house. I didn't know that was a thing. I wish we would have done that. But you know what I, you know, you know the reason I didn't do that? Because I didn't want to screw up the economy. I didn't want to there to be at some point like, oh, there's no more money. And now I'm going to have to foreclose on my house because I didn't have enough money to pay for this. Like, I, I, I really take seriously the statement of those who don't learn from their past are doomed to repeat it. It seems like everyone forgot about 2008 and what happened. And people just started doing the exact same thing they did before. And so I'm, I'm over here trying to be the responsible adult. And it turns out I'm making a huge mistake. And now we get to reap the benefits here in a little bit of all these people who did that exact thing again as this economy will start to tumble. I'm like, awesome. And we're the th- good thing. Good thing I didn't do it that way because no one's going to foreclose on my house. And we have a security blanket that we've, that we've created. And so, and like the, last year was like a really big year. Now this, we got way off on depression. I think, it, I think this speaks to a lot of it though. But I, like just yeah, understanding I feel like. Our, where everything is the status quo of life for for us but that's what's crazy about life though like you can be stable in your life like with your relationships and the economy like having a savings and all that and you could still be depressed like a lot of times people like well depression's only for those that are suffering in like those kinds of ways it's like it's different for everyone there's the chemical imbalance which literally you can't control except for with medication and I've, I keep saying like, and after we'll see, like I've made a few changes just this week that have seemed to help, help a lot. And so I'm like, before I go and get medication, which I probably should do anyways, um, I want to see if maybe it's just changing a few lifestyle things that will make it better. Well, this was crazy. Like I was depressed for a year before I got medicated. Yeah. It took me that long. And it's like, 
it's hard to come to that point where you're like, yes, I need something because this isn't working. Like I'm doing everything I should, like eating right, exercising, sleeping, no stress, like all these things. It's like not going away. And I also think that like even making that step towards like getting an appointment, like no, like confronting your problem, not saying like depression's a, it's like it's a health issue. Just confront that you have a health issue and getting the medication and then like even after you get the medication I don't think I took it for like two weeks because like you don't want to be that person that's like I am so weak and I need this thing to make me strong like there, it sucks and there'd be times where you'd stop taking it because of like yeah I was like finances. I'm fine well yeah, no and, that and, too. and I'm like I'm fine I'm feeling great and then I would like have this huge like meltdown and I'm like oh this isn't working like it's not it's not just like a thing where it like fixes it itself. The medication won't just yeah, remedy like, it for forever. You have yeah. to constantly be on it to remedy it forever. Or like have um, therapy to help. Because a lot of times like doctors Therapists will say. Suck, man. Yeah, you have to like, get the right one. That's well, the no, hard thing, And that's what man. sucks is like doctors will say like, well, we're going to like extend your your prescription but you should really think about getting um a therapist i've tried therapy twice like i know that's not a ton of times and it, they both didn't work and it takes time but it's like they also kind of sucked <laughs> yeah finding the right one's really hard and i know that they're like well you gotta shop around I'm like wow well, yeah but well and like it's not takes time <laughs> it's not super easy through insurance too because like, you can only get certain ones or else you have yeah. to pay all out of pocket. Well, isn't your mental health worth spending that money? That's why we want universal health care. We'll pay for it if we all collectively, 327 million of us, give a little bit more of our money, all 327 million of us can have these benefits and take advantage of them. And I know there's people who are like, no, that doesn't. Like, capitalism, capitalism to a T. I love capitalism too. Don't get me wrong. But it's not necessarily the bet. Like, it's not the only way to do things. All of you on Medicaid and Medicare, you cannot say that you don't want universal health care. Any of you who've received FAFSA money cannot say that you don't want universal health care. Anyone who has taken a dime, we all just got $1,200 from the government. And no one was like, no, let's not. Oh, sorry. Very few people were like, no, 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 we shouldn't. We shouldn't do this. You all welcomed it with open arms. So apparently... When it's convenient to be a socialist, we're all ready to put our hand into that money pot. So I, I'm sick and tired of people being like, oh, capitalism's the only way. I, I love the free market, but sometimes for certain things, I think we need to reconsider capitalism in a lot of way because talking with like Ryan yesterday, uh, my buddy that has, or our buddy, sorry, my, our buddy that has brain cancer, just like, that's, that's, shouldn't happen. It should not, that should not, you should not have to make financial decisions to survive and live. That should not be a choice that you have to have to make. Yeah. That's insane to me. Anyways. So like with depression, there needs, there needs to be something. There needs to be some outlet for people to be able to easily find someone who fits their personality and helps them. Well, that's what's like hard in Utah too. It was like, there's like a lot. Your therapist told you that we should get divorced, you know? Yeah. Which that's, that was at the time when we were considering getting divorced, but. It was like over, I mean, we've talked about this. We both understand what we were going through, like totally different um, mindsets. I don't know. It's just, 
she didn't understand what we were going through whatsoever. And she's just like, well, it'd be better if you just guys, if you guys got a divorce. And it's like, neither of us have caused any like major issues, like any financial issues, marital issues. Like it's just the Abuse. fact that we're, yeah, like cheating, any of that. It's just the fact that we're like on different levels in our lives and we just need to get on the same level. Like that's all it took to just understand where we're coming from and like, stay on that same level so it was just insane but even in utah like it's hard to find a therapist that like believes in the same things as you like a lot of times therapists in utah will say like did they are you talking from experience like i will go and look for therapists so like you'll go to their um so i don't want to i don't want to bash utah utah culture if like you didn't actually experience it yourself because i know no, that there's I a lot of secondhand stories that i've heard from people but i'm like i was trying to find a therapist yeah, yeah, yeah. so i looked through like the list of people that i could choose from and the majority of them had in their like description religious um associated re- like religious something therapist yeah. to like bring religion into the therapy like Mormonism into the therapy, like oh well, you just need to pray to God. I mean, that's not what it, well, you they don't know say, if that's what but, they say. But it's like I don't want to have somebody like help me through. Well, my then, my, but depression. my response to a person like that would be like, so what's your job? If I can just use God, why am I coming to you? Well, I can see that being like a huge issue for somebody like that doesn't have the same beliefs like us, and then also the people that like lesbian, gays, like they don't. They believe in the same thing you know what i mean like just it'd be really it hard like to have a therapist that's really religious and brings religion into the therapy sessions when it's like for us yes for people like us yeah yeah, yeah. when it's not the way we think kind of thing i sometimes think that's part of the problem too like a lot of our depression and anxiety comes from that always feeling like outsiders um oh and for i don't sure. think and i don't think i have done myself any favors like to try to garner love and respect from people i try so hard not to bring stuff up whenever i no actually i do a great job not bringing stuff up but when people bring stuff up i cannot keep my mouth shut and i don't know why that is well it's like you want to voice your opinion as well if they can if they can tell you their opinion then you should be able to do the same yeah um so i think that's just exacerbated here because we have that just limits and don't get me wrong i know that Utah's changing. Like, and, and also, I know that this is going to sound really, really bad, and people are like, that's not true. Most people, how do I say this diplomatically? Most people don't care. I think that's the easiest way. Like, most people don't, they like their religion and have, they have good reasons that they want to go, but most people don't care, in, in my experience. But that being said, I still think, going back to the depression part of it, I still think that they do. And so I feel like I say things that are negative or mean after they bring up something that happened at church or whatever. And I go, oh, I'm such a bad person. I'm such a terrible person. And I bet you that person is mad at me. They probably think less of me for saying that. And I just, these are the thoughts that go on in my head. And they probably don't even care. Like most of the time, like I I won't say this person's name out loud, but really great, really great person. He's probably one of the, he's probably one of like, this sounds weird. One of the, not the best people I know. Just one of the most empathetic people I know is probably like a better way. He's, he does he isn't proactively empathetic. It's usually like reactively empathetic, but he can 
dish it out. Anyways, he said something really nice, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, man, I don't care. Like, like you can say whatever you want. I know that there's things that are, that are dumb that I believe. I know that there are things that don't make a whole lot of sense. These are my reasons for going. You're never going to be able to, you're never going to be able to offend me like with, with anything you said, cause I've already heard it all. And that was just like really helpful. And it allows me to have like a better open line of communication with them. Makes me feel safe, which is like really important because that's what I'm coming to realize a lot. I think depression is just a matter of that you feel you're not in a, um, don't get me wrong. I think there's a lot of things to, with depression, but you don't feel secure. There's no security. Yeah. And I think that's why I felt so terrible. Like there was no, sec- I felt zero security. Felt Even zero though I support. was there? No, like, no, no, I was supporting you, but it's like, I don't understand what you're going through because it's something completely different from what I'm going through. And you might not have as much insight into these specific things that I was struggling with like other people would, which is why I specifically reached out to someone who would understand it. Mm-hmm. that didn't respond. <laughs> I probably sound like such a petty asshole. Um, but it's like a huge deal when you're going through something like that. It's like all you need is somebody to like understand what you're going through. And like, it scares me if there's someone that I let slip through the cracks. Yeah. Because now knowing how that feels when you reach out and ask for the help and it doesn't come, it hurts so bad. And so the good news is glad that happened to me because now I'm even more like people probably don't get this from the podcast. Like because just because I'm highly opinionated and won't necessarily agree with everything that you believe in or think doesn't mean I don't care about you as a person. I wish that have we talked about this before? People have such a hard time separating their themselves. That's not the word I'm looking for. Separating their identity from their beliefs. People struggle with that like crazy. Like if your beliefs are the only thing that define you, yeah, that's not good. That you should have other things that define you besides that. Your actions, for example. I judge people specifically by their actions. And so a lot of times I think people think if I'm attacking their beliefs, that means I'm attacking them. Like, no, 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 no. No, I'm just a highly opinionated guy. I have these opinions, whatever. I really care about you and I would move heaven and earth for you. And oftentimes that's how Katie and I operate. We love giving money away. We love helping people where we can. We like volunteering time and effort for people, especially those people who have provided social equity to us at some point, because there are people who are just like, well, I I just, I'm just hearing it. I can just, I, I always, and this is another thing in my head, it's just like the Jim Gaffigan joke thing, but mine is all like serious. It's not as jokey. I'm always hearing, what will the criticism of this be? How, how, how is this going to be spun into a different way than what I initially intended it? Because I guarantee that there are people who, like, after I say that, just like, you didn't get me a graduation gift. You didn't get, like, for high school, college, or, or any of this. Why not? I'm like, you didn't do any. Like, and my response to all of those people is, first, if you think that, come and talk to me. And we can, and I'm more than happy to resolve it. I'm one of the most open people in the world. I'm happy to, I'm happy to chat with you about it. Second thing is I, the people, the, the specific people I'm thinking of right now, what did you ever, what did you ever provide to me in my life? Well, how, how'd you ever help me? And if the answer is like, well, I didn't really do anything. There's your answer. Like, like, and, and what have you done for me late, lately too, is another thing like, oh, well, remember when I did that thing for you back when you were three years old? 
awesome. 27 years have passed and you did one nice thing and now I owe you for the rest of my life because of that one nice thing. That one nice thing, by the way, that took you 10 minutes to do and cost X amount of money. Like, I, I, cool. Here, all right, okay, here's the money back. We're even, we're square. Go do your life. Anyways, th- this is, I think this is just really getting into my psyche, but. Well, no, I completely agree. We're like, it's like a huge deal though when you put time and effort into a relationship and they don't reciprocate. That sucks. Like, and that contributes to like people having mental illness because like you're constantly overthinking everything. Like, oh, I invited them to this thing for the fifth time. Like, I understand like having a busy life, but like for the fifth time they said no, that sucks. They don't like me. They don't want to be friends with me. I'm a terrible person. And then it just goes into this spiral of like terrible feelings about yourself. And it's like, if you don't want to go, just tell me like the reason why, just make sure that it's not because of me. And if it is because of me, like tell me so we don't, we're not friends anymore. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just simple. like, so I don't make any more effort to do this thing with People you. People like to avoid conflict. I totally understand that. I understand why you are all are pussies. I understand why people don't want to have these hard conversations because they're hard. And God, God forbid you have to do something difficult in your life. And they're like, well, I don't really care about you. So like, why would I want to spend? It's going to take five minutes and it's going to be over. And then you're going to go on with your life. Like it's, it'll, it'll end up being fine. I guess like the best way to approach that though, if like you don't want to be friends with somebody, just unfriend them on everything on social media. <laughs> like that's how I got the clue from like a coworker. Cause I kept like inviting her to like lunch and stuff or like, let's go do something. And then I found out that she had like had unfriended me on stuff and was like, oh she doesn't want to be friends with me that makes sense now because you don't want to confront the issue (laughs) and they take the like i once again i understand why people do it and i can empathize with how scary it is but how how, i'm trying to think of a way someone could negatively spin you mean like i just want to be honest with you like i don't enjoy spending time with you like that hurts i know that that's going to hurt i know that's going to hurt very very bad to tell somebody but then they're never left guessing. And I know most, more often than not, like, just, just leave it alone. And then, like, we'll have no idea why, why people are so angry. Like, people always want, why do you think, oh, sorry. I'm trying to swear less, but this has been tough. Why do you think kids ask why all the time? It's because humans want to know why. We all want to know why. And more often than not, people aren't in, in positions more than that, people aren't in positions where they can, I don't know how I'm going to try and, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. Can't even formulate thoughts. Don't want to get too passionate. Really? Why too not? I don't know. Because this is supposed to be a positive thing that is going to encourage people to make changes in their life, to help all these people who are so, suffering, as opposed to, I am sick and tired of seeing people suffer, suffer in silence. And Alex like, well, if you see them suffering in silence, I do reach out to them. I reach out to them privately and I ask them how they're doing. And more often than not, you know what they say? Doing fine. Doing fine. I'm like, okay. All right. Well, I did my part. I just reached out to try to, to try to help you out. Um, but like going back to your thing, it's like about not wanting to be friends with somebody and like comforting them about it. It's like, what, how much time does it take to just be nice to somebody? Like, what do you mean? Well, like not very long, but like if someone doesn't want to be friends with you, it's you're usually. But it's like, what's of, the pain in like being friends with somebody? If like, your personalities clash, 
I, I think there's plenty of reasons not to like people who I don't like vain people. I don't like people who care about most important thing is how great can my Instagram picture look? Don't get me wrong. I know I post, I post stuff on Instagram all the time. Why do I do that? Cause I'd like validation. I would like nobody tell, because I have this really, really, this is going to like, I'm not, I do not want to get a bunch of like people like, Alex, we love you. Like things are good. Like, that's not what this is about. This is just, don't think of this as this is about Alex. There are millions of people out there just like me. All people want is to be recognized and to be loved. That is all that people want. Some people aren't self-aware. And I understand that people who aren't self-aware, it's a little bit harder to give them that recognition because they're like, oh my gosh, like, can you just leave me alone? You talk to me every single day. You have these problems. Like, I'm not going to solve your problems. One, I barely know you. We barely have a relationship. Like, I get that. Totally understand that there are people who are super aggressive with their depression and neediness. Not trying to, but most of us are not like that. I go back. Ever the whole, it's always a bell curve. You got your 2.5% on the right who are way, 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 way crazy vying for your attention. And then the people way, 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 way on the other side who aren't vying for your attention, even when they, but most of us fall somewhere in that middle, that middle range. I feel like it's like, yes, of course, the people that are super needy that want to spend all their time with you or like want to hang out with you or talk to you all the time. You like, can still be nice yeah, to them, though. You can still be nice to them, but it's like, tell them, I don't know. I don't know what to tell those people. I'm the kind of person that's like very... You tell, no, you, you follow your own advice. You let them know. You talk with them like, hey, you, you, you need to simmer down. <laughs> need to simmer down. If you value the relationship and, the, and what I bring to you, I need to set up some boundaries. Yeah, for sure. So that we, so that I, it doesn't get to a breaking point where like, Sorry, I'm never going to talk to you again. Like, I'm unfriending you, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. I guess I'm just not the kind of person that, like, thinks that a relationship has to end super abruptly because of something that happens. Dep- like, it depends on what happens, though. Like, so for, this is going to sound so bad. You find out that Sheila and I have been banging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are, like, there are situations under they justifiable have, <laughs> situations where relationships clarify? can end like so there are th- like so okay sorry i'll do another one i'm i murder your dad you know like i understand i'm being super hyperbolic but i just want to say like i can't think of like some okay, more, I, I guess, can't think like, of gray area ones in my life like someone steals money from you in my life i have not had to sever relationships like that usually the other people do that for me I don't you mean know. they like leap? What are you yeah. talking? Haven't you had like boyfriends that have like not been have not treated you well? I mean friends though. Like I'm talking about friends in general. Well, no, but that, I mean, let's just talk about human relationships. I don't. Let's not put a. I don't. Let's not put a label on it. Like there are always justifiable reasons. Not always. There are justifiable reasons to end relationships. Is is my point? That's my point. Yeah. That's it. But more often than not. Most people don't have justifiable reasons. And, and don't get me wrong. I think it pers- also comes across as like, why, why, don't people, why don't people talk to us every single day? That's not like, that's n- in no way what we're saying. It's just nice to be recognized and to be supported and uplifted every now and then. Even, even people who seem like they're really strong on the outside like to be given credit, like to be told that they're loved, and then like to be told... Every, everyone like there's no one who can't who can sociopaths there are there are people sorry 
There's no one who can live in this life as a human that is not being in some way loved or nurtured by multiple people in their life. And recognition isn't always like, it's different for everybody. Like that was one thing that we we're talking about um, before this is a really big thing of me that's been really difficult, but I'm trying to do it better is loving people the way that they need to be loved as opposed to me loving them the way that I like to be loved because not everyone wants to be loved the same way. And if you truly love somebody, you should be willing to make that sacrifice. It's not even really a sacrifice. There are people who just like hearing kind words. They could be total bullshit. Just, just say it. Just say it. Just say that you love them. Say that they're beautiful. Say, say whatever it is. If that's the way that they need to feel love, just, just do it that way. Take channel all of your normal ways of, of love. Like, cause like, Oh, I'm a gift giver. I like giving gifts. Channel all of that. Don't buy gifts anymore and just try to harness it and push it towards the positive reinforcement type chatter. If that makes sense. Or you could do both like to make yourself feel better. Like for example, if somebody really likes words of affirmation and you like giving gifts, you could do both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah, you yeah. feel fair, good fair. and they feel good because you're giving what you love and then they're receiving what they love. And then also beware of beware of wolves in sheep's clothing because there are a lot of people out there who are going – and the reason that a, a, a big change that happened to me – was watching the Chicago Bulls documentary, as stupid as this sounds, but there was this, they were talking about Jerry Krause, the short, fat general manager of the Chicago Bulls from, I believe, 1984 until 2003 or something like that. And it was a beautiful line. He wanted the love of people who would never love him back. And so that, that had a really big change. I'm short, but I'm not fat, not yet. Not the general manager of the Bulls with millions of dollars either. But it really made me realize I'm going to put all of my chips into the people who love me table as opposed to the people who, one, pretend to love me or those who just never care about me. Like, and that's why I say you have to beware of the, sheep, the wolves in sheep's clothing because there are a lot of people out there who, who want to suck your love. They want to suck it and they are not going to ever reciprocate it. And that is going to make you depressed and make you feel, feel pretty terrible. So find those people really quick, get them out of their lives. I used to be really good at this. So if anyone out there is curious if their friend does this to them or not, more than happy to, more than happy to help you help you figure that out because it is very easy to spot. We did it today. Katie and I did it today with the, with the person. Um, not going to go into too many specifics to give them a little bit of anonymity, but Katie and I did it today and I, it was a long conversation. I called someone out for something that most humans would not call someone out for because we're scared to do it. And I, all I saw were lies, just lies trying to, I'm just like, wait, that doesn't make sense. But if you say that, then shouldn't you be acting like this? And then they just keep lie, lie like, oh, oh my gosh, I didn't think they'd ever find this out. I didn't ever think that they'd know about this. Uh, But like, but what about this? And what about this? Like, don't try to get, using philosophical language does not, does not make you one sound smart or make you sound like you love somebody. So let's just cut that bullshit. But anyways, all of that to say, we're really good at spotting it. We know the people, like, I feel like as we're getting older, it's a lot easier for us to spot. Like we like, <laughs> we like went through like the list and I'm like, this is a person who I think really cares about me. This is a person who I think really cares about me. Here's a person who cares. And the very easy way is just, it's been really easy in quarantine because it's the people that you hear from. So if you're doing a lot of the reaching out and there's very little reciprocate in there, I understand people have busy lives, but wait a second, we're in quarantine. Is your life that busy? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the right, that's the point. 
quarantine has made me realize so much about the people who care about me and about the people who just want to, oh, you're here, so out of convenience, I'm going to use you for now. And I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be anyone's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a cool term for this. I'm not gonna be your ego's whore. You pay a little bit here and there, and then after after you're finished, you just cast me to the side. Wow. So happy. Yeah. Right. Doesn't that work? Yeah. Not gonna be your ego's whore. I'm done. Done doing that. And I think that's like a a thing where you can tell who is like really meaningful in your life. It's been is great. When you're well, also like when you're really I depressed, a, I have such a new profound respect for like, I don't know if I should say people's names out loud. Like I, I'm giving them credit though. Like for, for Sheila and Aaron, um, for a number of my siblings and, um, yeah, I don't think I want to start naming Nah, I'm not going to name names because it'll be like, oh, so if my, if my name isn't mentioned in the solicit means no, like I, I, I don't want to do that. So I'll stop. But for the people that are close to you, they'll reach out to you. Um, and you can also tell like when you're in those states of like depression, if you have those people that you can reach out to and they're there to help you as opposed to just trying, like they listen to you, not just like trying to be like, you're Get fine. Yeah, yeah. Like can you have nothing this? to complain when about. This conversation. Yeah. Those are the people that like you can really count on, I think. And I've been trying to do a better of... job of reaching out to people because I see people when you go radio silent, and you're normally a person who's pretty out there and pretty loud, pretty good exam, pretty good odds that you're not doing pretty hot. So I'll reach out to you, try to try to lift your spirits where I can. It's tough and whatnot because well, it's like you're going through a hard time too, so it's hard to like reach out. However, like sometimes it feels good when you are yeah. in those depressive states to be like, I'm just going to focus on somebody else right now and that'll make me feel better. <laughs> yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. It's tough, man. It is. Well, it's like, that's what's so sucky and crazy about like depression. There's no like easy fix. Like, no. yeah, there's medication that helps, but that's not going to be like an easy fix. And there's also like no... There's no like way to figure out how it happens and how to like cope with it effectively because everyone's different. So like, yeah, there are things where you're like, yeah, call your friend, have a box of things that make you think of happy things, like do something that makes you happy to like kind of help yourself out of that. Actually, it's funny though, because like I, this was like a few months ago. I looked up online, like Google, like 10 yourself. ways, no, <laughs> 10 sorry, ways to make so yourself really happy, like happy quickly. Like Heroine. I can't remember what they were exactly, but it's like, you're going to feel great. <laughs> it's not for very long, but you're going to feel great. Like do things you like, um, get some sun, which I couldn't cause it was like winter. Um, that's such garbage. Well, keep going on the list. I don't so far, I don't exact- like this list. Well, no, I tried. Oh, and like, so you I. You know what's going to make you happy? People giving a damn about you. Yeah. And so I tried taking like this vitamin D pill because, like, I. My penis. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm so kidding. Sorry, I had to hear that, Mom. That was a total joke. <laughs> vitamin D. Because um, that's the sun, right? What? The sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
So I have these vitamin D pills because I feel like my depression gets a lot worse in the winter just because of seasonal depression, like not seeing the sun. So like, I'll take this. Like, so I took like two. My stomach hurts so bad. I'm like, now I feel worse. This is terrible. Thanks, like, <laughs> listicle on on Google for helping me out too. And so like worse. none of them worked. I tried like multiple things and like none of these worked. Like, of course, I wasn't to a point where I'm like, I'm going to kill myself. But I'm like, this is miserable. Like, this is a terrible feeling and I just want to like snap out of it. There's no way to like snap out of it easily. Yeah. That's what sucks. Do, do, when You're someone holds control. you, does that, does that feel good? Like, cause I've been trying to do that a lot more with you now that I understand that better. Like that's yeah. usually what it is. Yeah, it does. And so like, that's why I go back to, and I feel like I apologize for not doing a great job of that. Like in our initial, no one, I'm not trying to make excuses. No one trained me for this. Never had great examples of, of physical affection in my entire life. That doesn't justify it in any way. But now that I understand it, super sorry that I did it. Uh, there's, there's nothing I can do to change it except for improve moving forward. Going back to the, Alex, if you're the same, if you have the same opinion that you had two years ago and you're not growing, like what, 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 what's, what's great about that? So I'm happy that I've, I've had that realization to know how to neutralize it a little bit more. It's not going to make you feel hundred percent better, but it just makes you feel good in that moment. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. And like, you even said that when you were, um, depressed two weeks ago you're like i understand why because you feel so alone and it sucks mm-hmm. yes it does yeah i forget but there's a reason i said that though because of like there's like no way to fix it there is it goes back to what i said recognition and love you want to make someone feel better that's all you it doesn't and once again as long as it's believable, it could be a bold-faced lie, and I'm not recommending doing that. Not, I'm not recommending lying to make people feel better. In fact, I might actually want to walk it back a little bit because I think that's been like the worst thing that I've been seeing throughout this entire experience. Fake people? Huh? Like fake people? No, 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 not fake people. Just like, li- just say what you really mean. Like, if you are really super handy dandy, positive, like this is all gonna be great. Everything after COVID the economy like it's going to be great which is true we are going to get over this i go back to um the great depression 9 11 2008 there have been a lot of bad things that have happened throughout human history and we're still here eventually we'll kill the planet but we're still here right now and so so i understand like we are in in five years yeah we're gonna we're gonna be fine but we also need to be realistic with a lot of things that we say too. And so that's why I'm saying like, let's not lie. If you really believe that it's going to be fine in six months, I'm totally fine with you being like, everything's going to be fine in six months. But if you believe it's not, you're not doing anyone a service by, by lying to them. It reminds me a lot of that game, um, that office episode where Michael does it. Just let him have the stupid game. Like when the, their um, Dunder Mifflin's being sold to, uh, to Sabre. And, oh, no, they thought they were going out of business. They didn't know if they were going to sell or not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Just let them have the stupid game. Like, I get that. But we're not children. So don't treat us like children. Uh, just in gen- This is just like in general. So, so going back to the depression point of it, don't lie just to make someone feel better. If you don't care about them, you don't care about them. Don't help them like, not, be de- not be depressed. So that, that's not on you. Apparently, that's on somebody else now. But recognition and love 
are always going to be the things that make things better. I think always. that like if anybody were to reach out to me that I know of, like even strangers, I've heard amazing stories of strangers calling somebody and just be like, hey, I'm about to kill myself. Can you help me? And like it was like a store a story about this uh person. It's a lot of <laughs> yeah, it was it was really cute though, just to hear how and like sweet how other people were able to help this total stranger from yeah. killing himself. So it's like I'm the kind of person that if you tell me that you are on the verge of like doing something terrible to yourself, I will be there for you because I would rather spend an hour or two hours like talking to you off a ledge than seeing you kill yourself because nobody deserves that like one or two hours is worth yeah 20 to 30 more years of your life and i don't know i'm just really so yeah maybe i don't really have a strong relationship with them but in that moment i will care about you and i will i won't lie to you like i'll be honest and i'll tell you that you need to to stay here because like you're i don't know and part of it i think it goes back to the social equity and how important that is and the social inequity that we have learned from capitalism i'm not i'm not anti-capitalism just so everyone knows i'm quite pro-capitalism i think there are little things that need to be tweaked to make it more efficient for an enlightened group of people that i think the human race has become over millions of years um i don't mean that like that millions of humans have been around for millions of years but anyways it doesn't matter um we want we always want to be on top like i want to be the richest man in the world so we constantly oh this is gonna sound so bad and so petty but taking it back to social media we 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 see hundreds of posts a day and we like two of them and generally speaking it's going to be like a famous person's does the famous person need more love and adoration they don't and yet we will not like these people who are super close to us which makes them think that they're, and I'm not saying like, this isn't, this isn't like a, a, another, another ask for likes or anything like that. It's just a, an observation I've had on human behavior where it's like, I want mine to have more than yours. So if I don't like yours, mine will still have more than yours. And I am somehow, I'm somehow, and by, unless you, unless you actually make money off of Instagram, Facebook, or any other social platforms. What the, what the fuck does it actually do for you? So it's funny that I you say that, know. though, because I haven't had numbers of likes on my posts since, like, the end of last year. They should get rid of those. So, no, like, since I don't know why that is, but for some reason I was randomly selected for this beta thing. And I'm like, that's insane because, like, you're talking about that. I'm like, I don't even think about that anymore. But I completely agree where I feel like that's probably why I don't like celebrities' photos and all that. I might follow a few of them, but they're not the ones that need my likes. I will like people's posts that I actually care about and actually know. Like, this sounds stupid. They'll appreciate my like because I want to be involved in their life. If you don't like you the know? top 1%, stop giving so much of a damn about them. They don't care about you. I'm sorry. Probably sounds bad. They don't. Yeah. Also, one thing that I want to bring up too, uh, we want to talk about it now, fast poll. I would love for someone to point out my hypocrisies. So I think one of the most important things to me throughout this entire conversation is ensuring that I'm being held accountable to the standards that I am like 
pontificating on because I think sometimes when I get on here and I come across as bombastic, it's just like Alex doesn't even do any of this shit. I will. You want receipts of the money that we donated last year? I'll give them to you. You want like you want hard proof of like the the things that we do to try to make people feel better? No problem doing it. The only reason I say that is there's a lot of people out there who come across as people who care about you, love you, all about mental health, all about the health and well-being of humans. This is coming from a very specific example, once again, who don't, who don't really, they're only building their brand. And their brand is pretending to be about love, charity, and uplifting. And when you need them, you know where they're going to be? They're not going to be there. Because it's all a facade trying to build a brand and you're giving them money for whatever reason. And I don't know why. Like, it's, it's, that's one of the most infuriating things. That's why I go back to the, it, sometimes, like, I, I said this recently to Sam, I think it was. Uh, I was like, the reason that you need somebody like me, I don't even know, I shouldn't say this. Anyways, the reason that you need someone like me is I know what it's like to be someone who's trying to take advantage of someone. So what that means is I'm going to be really good at spotting those motherfuckers and I'm going to be able to help people out to, to see that. I have had a radical change in my lifetime and that's why I go back to show me the proof. I will show you the proof. I'll, I'll, I'll show you mine if you show me yours first. I know that that's referencing something different, but I will put my money where my mouth is on every single thing that I have. Like, If you go back like two years in the podcast and I've like changed my opinion on something... I'm not going to count that as hypocrisy, but put your money where your mouth is. All you people out there who are profiting off of people's loneliness, off of people's sadness by pretending to uplift them, writing yourself help books, doing stuff like that as if like you actually care about them when in reality, show me how much of that, of that revenue that you made from that book that you gave to a woman's shelter. Show me how much of that that you gave to, to something. Oh, n- not a lot. That's not surprising. Good talk. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I would say that's not a, like, it's not a majority thing. Once again, I go back to that. But those people have a lot of power and they should not. And it terrifies me. And I know what sucks is, what sucks is my, the way that I deliver my message. And I understand that. The way that I deliver my message makes me come across as super aggressive. And also that I am not someone that you're going to want to have that long conversation with when you're going through something tough. But the one thing that I've said multiple times, and I will say it for the rest of my life, you will always know until maybe until my personality changes, you will always know where you stand with me. If I have talked shit behind your back, I have also said it to your face in some way or another, whether that be on my podcast, which you listen to, that's not behind your back because you listen to it and you know it. Whether it be that way, whether it be in a personal conversation with you, you will always know how I feel about you. And I'm not going to, great example today, another like another one where someone said, someone described an action that I did inaccurately, to be fair. And I, I was like, I think they used the wrong, <laughs> I don't think you know what that word means. Um, they like use that word. I'm like, I, I, take, I take issue with how you describe how I'm acting right now. And then they went, Oh, yeah, you're right. I meant to say this. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. That works. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. I'm not going to, I'll be fully transparent. And it's probably annoying. It probably sounds like, Alex, that sounds like such a taxing life. Why would you do that to yourself? Because 
how many people believe that there can be peace on earth? We all, we all hope and aspire for it. Like we all want it to be there. We have to do things to allow that to happen. So I know Gandhi's quote's great. Be the change that you want to see in the world. Totally understand that. Great. Work on a micro level and the macro level can be affected by it. I get that. Understand. Great. But not a whole lot of us do anything. Not a whole lot of us do like, and, and, and I go back to some of my favorite conversations I've had specifically about the podcast are people who are just like, I took offense to this thing that you said, whether about them or whether just like the way that I said something. And I get it. Like I told like, yeah, I understand. I totally understand why that would come across offensive to you. Um, when you, I feel like change? I should apologize, when I feel like I, I should apologize, I, I, I do and I have. But there are like certain things where it's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to stop swearing. I used to bleep it out and whatnot. Like, grow a pair of balls. You watch, don't you watch R-rated movies? Like, have you not heard? Have you not heard these? Well, I just don't like hearing it come out. Come out. No one has actually complained about this to me, but I just guarantee people think this. But we've all we've all heard swears, and I understand. Like the the response would be like, well, then I'm just not going to listen to your podcast. Fine. That's also fine. Like that is like I'm not mad if you don't listen. I'm not going to ever be mad at anybody. But I don't I have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm just the ramblings of a the ramblings of a madman who had who had one super depressive break and now feels like he's an expert on it. <laughs> no, I appreciate... I don't think I'm an expert on depression though. Sorry for interrupting you. I don't think I'm an ex- expert on depression. I know what it's like and I know what it feels and I can empathize with it now. What I think I am really good at is knowing what humans want. And what we seem to do as humans is not give each other what we want because we're petty bastards. And I know that there's sometimes where you can't give. Like, they're, like, so for example, I've apologized pr- to people for things that I've said on the podcast, said in videos, said to their face in conversations I've had with them. But, oh, whoops. I forgot to mute it. I forgot to mute it. Um, looks like we're at the hour mark. <laughs> um, oh, man, that totally disrupted my train of thought. That was funny. Anyways, all of this to say, as a human... I know what I want. I know I'm not exactly the same as everybody, but I'm really confident that we all want the same thing. And I go, I'm just going to keep saying it. We want recognition and love. And I think that going back to that though, like if you know that everyone wants recognition and love, like because as a human being, I do too. And everybody else, not everyone, most people want the same thing. Sociopaths don't want this. So it's like, if you know that, then why don't you act that way towards other people? Like, just be a good person. Oh, are you, you're not calling me out right now. No, not you. Just like in general. (laughs) I was like, I thought I did. I thought I'd do a good job. No, just be a good person and just be understanding of people. And I don't know, forgiving as well, just because. And do it to people. Like something and like this is going to this. I understand that there could be controversy around this. If you donate to a charitable organization, cool. I have done that as well. But do it for people too. do it for people you don't know. Do it for people and the and the different charities that they really, really love and believe in and support those things too. just giving your money to a corporation trying to be very political here just giving your money to a corporation is not charity they might do some charitable things with it but you have no idea what they are doing 
So my recommendation is save that money that you're giving to a corporation and give it out your own way, mm-hmm. in a better way, to people that you actually know, to your community, to people that are around you and interact with. And I don't think it necessarily has to be money. Like money is just one piece of the puzzle. Because what did I say? Love and recognition. That's not money. Love and recognition has nothing to do with money. But use those time and resources to directly affect people's lives as opposed to what you generally are doing is indirectly affecting them. And once again, it's like, that's why I hate taxes. The reason I hate taxes is because I don't know where my money goes. I would love if there was a way to like trace it and see where everything goes. Like I would love to give money to defense. Like I'd like, I want to, I want to make sure that like we're in a safe, secure area. We don't need that much money, as much money as we're putting into that. We really don't. Oh, well, what happens when it gets serious? We're all going to die anyways. So what does it matter? If Does anyone realize, like, this is what's so frustrating about, like, just the world in general. Like, all, it ta- all it'll take is a couple atom bo- like a, cu- a couple hydrogen bombs being blown up, and we're all dead. <laughs> how, many, how many hydrogen bombs do we need? We need a total of 100 spread across all of the nations of the world to kill the entire population. What's the defense budget for again? Oh, just to kill people at a small level? Okay, cool. Sounds good. Well, that, that's it's protecting you. It's protecting you. Like, is it? How? I, I like I like specifics. I'm like I'm sure there have been times where it's somehow like me specifically. I'm not talking about like other other like I'm trying to think of how 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 have I been protected by this money that's been gone? Like, and don't get me wrong that probably comes across as super anti-military in no way coming from a military family myself. I understand the importance of having a military. It's because we're all a bunch of we've, we've, we've somehow, and this has been like a really recurring theme in a lot of the podcast. We let the people on the polar opposites control everything we do. People in the middle, mm-hmm. we let them control everything because these People at the top want to have these wars with you. So, like, that's one of my favorite uh, songs by Guns N' Roses is Civil War because of, well, one, because of the whistle solo. But um, it feeds the rich, but it buries the poor. Talking about war specifically. Obviously, that's why it rhymes. Poor and war rhyme. But that, it, it's as true today as it was when Axl Rose sang it back in 1993 or 91, whatever year that was. We continue to let these people, these small percentage of people have power over all of us, whether that be political, religious, or um, socioeconomic. We let these people have the power over us. And that's really, 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 really sad. Yeah. And I think it's getting better. I think overall, like as time's gone on, it's gotten better. Like, well, the 1% in the middle class is shrinking and blah, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I still think that I, there's no other time I'd rather live. <laughs> no other time I'd rather live than right now. So, like, we are always getting better, but I just, not that, like, I'm calling for revolution or whatever, but, like, we got to do, I don't know what to do, though. None of us can agree on anything. So how, even though we agree on so many things in general, like, this is way off the topic, sorry. This isn't That's even okay. about depression anymore. Going back to, like, serving people, though, like, just giving back to your community. I didn't even drink that much. That's what's crazy. <laughs> is that right I think like can just... you tell them to, look, katie confirm i've had like literally maybe an ounce <laughs> i think that you just Anyways. get really passionate 
when we're podcasting. Well, I do. I also really, really care about humans overall, which I know sounds like, well, yeah, everyone says that. No, not everyone really cares about humans. Most people just care about their own goddamn family and taking care of them, which I understand. No, but it's good to have something like that you really care about and that you want to talk about or spend your energy and time on. But going back to like the um, serving your community and other people and people that you know and people that you don't know is like, that's also a way to help yourself feel better. Like, I know that's, like, selfish, but mm-hmm. a lot of times if you just, like, stop focusing on yourself when you are in that depressive state, like, hey, instead of moping around all day, I'm going to go and buy dinner for this family or... And that's okay if it makes you feel better. It makes them feel good, too. Yeah. Why can't we kill two birds with one... Why can't we kill... Maybe I shouldn't say killed birds. Why can't we uplift two birds with one hand? <laughs> like, why can't we do that? Yeah. I see it all the time. You can have two hawks on your arm. <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> Killing two birds so, with one stone, in fact, is. So that's an irony, a, a little bit of irony right there. To destroy and be destructive is kind of impossible, but to actually uplift is quite possible. Like yeah. you can do multiple things with uplifting, whereas like with destruction, it's just one thing. It's destruction. That's, that's a good it. point. Yeah. I mean, like it all just comes down to being a good person to those that need it. And yourself. No, 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 no. Not to those who need it to everybody. I mean, yeah. I'm still going to be... So this person who was a dick to us today, I'm still going to be good to them. Like, I'm not... Like, because I say some negative things about you doesn't mean that I'm not going to, one, still love you, still support you, still support you even though you believe in a lot of stupid things. Like, I'm still going to do that. Yeah. All, like, always. Like, there's no reason not to. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm past pettiness. As a third, like, I know that I'm st- still quite young. I understand that I'm quite young, but I'm not going to waste the rest of my life just being pissed off, uh, which probably sounds like I'm pissed off right now, but like just being pissed off at, um, at people for like their individual choices that they make, unless it affects other people in a negative way, then we're going to talk Then we're going to have a little chat. I think that's like where, where people, I've been loving calling people out. It like, it's so just so I, I can't. Like specifically say how I'm calling people out, but I've been doing this thing where I call people out and it has been so enlightening. Like the, the, the relationships have been helped quite significantly with these conversations. And then there've been kind of, there've been relationships where I've gone, all right, I need you out of my life. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Not everyone's supposed to be in everybody's life. That's impossible. And I think that, like, a lot of times people don't realize that their actions mean more than words. So, like, they'll do something not thinking that a lot of repercussions will happen. Later on, like today, they find out, like, that was actually really hurtful. Like, that was not cool. And even though they're saying one thing to you, like, trying to say, like, oh, this is why or this is what happened. It's like, that's not going to mean anything until you start acting differently. Mm-hmm. So just yeah, and I go back to I've had conversations with every single person who's ever had a problem with me and talked to me about it. More often than not, we smooth most of it over. And I'm open. I'm well, always it's open like, to that. Yeah, open for business. To, you don't have to we, agree on everything, but economy shut down. But Alex's emotional quotient is always open for business. Always, I will. I will talk to everybody. I know that I'm intimidating. I know that I'm scary. I guess I get that from my five foot six father. For whatever reason, people were terrified of him as children and I don't know why 
and I know that like Skinner's for whatever reason seem to be like scary because we are really passionate and opinionated, but we're soft as lambs. We're like the kind, we're the nicest people. Well, and the thing is like with Alex and I've noticed this with the quarantine is like you are a very social person. Like you thrive off of other people, like talking to them, interacting with them. And so like this quarantine, I think, has also weighed on you because of that, because you're only interacting with me and like people that you talk to at work kind of thing. So it's like when you're shut off from that, it like kind of, I don't know. I don't Exacerbates. Know what, yeah. The, the depression. And so it's like, I can vouch that Alex means that he will talk to anybody <laughs> because he actually cares and he wants to talk to people because he cares about people and he cares about like making relationships and strength strengthening them kind of thing so i don't know is that wrong or am i right there i'll allow it okay no and so like that's why i kind of feel bad though too like with this whole thing um i'm only one person so i can't really do much to like i don't know when i go back to it's it's hard for one person to shoulder all of the burden why can't we all just uplift everybody don't get me wrong like, like, what, I, what I want to be really really careful here is like as i'm hearing this i'm doing that thing where i hear what people are like well what about this podcast when you said this alex like I'm, I'm thinking that way so what i'm concerned about with that is i want to be crystal clear there are still going to be negative things that people do and people say that need to be discussed and talked about, myself included. I'm going to say stupid shit every now and then that people don't agree with and that their point of view is different on how a certain situation happened. So I want to be very clear that like I'm, I'm in no way saying that I, I am perfect at this. But that doesn't mean we still can't uplift each other. So let's say a negative thing happens someone says something mean, someone acts in a mean way, that doesn't mean, all right, that relationship's over. It means, all right, let's have a conversation. Let's try to fix this so we can figure out exactly what's going on so that we can build on this. Maybe uplift is the wrong word. Let's build. Let's build. I can't really think of what the right word is. Because we can, we can always be better, man, myself included. And I think that's ultimately what the goal of this podcast has become is like, I'm not going to like fake positivity. I'm going to talk about things that matter and things that all of us are going through and struggling with, as opposed to just like doing the John. Like I love, I love John, that John Krasinski did that show, like the prom that he did. That was awesome and stuff like that. But sometimes you have to have hard conversations. Like it's as simple as that. It's not just going to be, it's not just going to be, oh, good things. It's only good things in life. There are difficult things that happen in life. So, And I think a lot of times people like to cover it up. Like everyone on social media is like, everything's great. Life is perfect. But like a lot of people oh, have issues that. that we just don't talk about. And so we feel like we're all alone through this thing. Still my and happiest. So, oh, sorry. Just you're not alone. What are you going to say, babe? Like my happiest thing that I've saw on social media was that girl with postpartum depression who finally just like who was very obvious and like I it was very obvious and I reached out to her and stuff like that um, 
Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this. But she's like so happy now. Because all and all all it was was she said something. And like I think my biggest I wish I would have been closer with her. Like I liked all her things. I would like give her like little happy faces on her stories and stuff like that. But once she said something, she's better. Like relatively better. Like you know what I mean? Like it's never it's never gonna be hundred percent perfect in life, but that's all it took was people knowing and people helping her, and people helping her. Yeah. It's been great. It makes me so happy to see that every, every single one of us is struggling in some way or another. And there's, I just want to say this once again, and there is no reason that you have to struggle alone. Talk to me, talk to Katie. We always respond. If there's one thing I'm notorious for at work is if you ask me a question and that's just probably a bad work habit. It's just, I'm sorry. I care about people. Like I care more about people than I do about, um, anyways, I care about people. I respond like that. Do they need that response? No. But if there's that person who needs that response quickly, I never want to not have responded quickly. I never want that to be the case. Like, Oh, if only Alex would have responded an hour sooner. I know that we're busy. I know that we have stuff that's going on. But more often than not, just being there for someone is going to do a world. So I go back to all people want recognition and love. And if you can't do that, then get the hell out of here. No, just kidding. <laughs> but that's all. But that's all. That's all I have for today. Same here. Do you want to do you want to try ending it again? No. <laughs> that ended poorly last time. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I edited that pretty hard, though. <laughs> and the next time that we have something that we, t- we want to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Don't waste your time commenting. And from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better and looking forward to chatting with you next time. One, two, three. Check. Poop. Check, 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 check. Burst scooper. Check, check.